Hey, it's John Terry, the Black Belt Leader, and welcome to another Black Belt Leadership Master Your Life podcast. I want to ask the question, what did you expect? Now, why am I posing that question? That's the topic of conversation for this podcast. So let's get started. You know, when we think about the word expectation and we go to the dictionary to look up what it means to expect, it means to regard something as likely to happen or to regard someone as likely to do or be something or to believe that someone or something will arrive soon. But as I'm recording this podcast, it is August 2021, and as we look back over the last several months, who expected this? Who, looking back and thinking into, as you were finishing up 2019 and going into 2020, who expected a novel coronavirus to be released on the world and all of a sudden wreak havoc and continue through its variants to create uproar and chaos and still have individuals trying to figure out how they're going to live life in a post-COVID world? Nobody expected this. And as a result of that, for every single one of us, life changed. But I want to pose another question as it relates to what happened in 2020 and part of what we're still dealing with in 2021. Once you knew what was coming, you knew there was a novel pandemic, you knew it was going to shift and change the way that we live life, did business, and engaged in commerce, both locally, nationally, and internationally, what was your expectation? What was your expectation for your family? What was your expectation for your business? Now, here's what I do know. Your expectation became a reality because your expectation was exactly what you ended up getting in 99% of the cases of individuals that I'm coaching, mentoring, and working with right now. What you expect is likely what you're going to get because your expectations create a mental framework that your brain wants to bring into existence. So as you are setting your expectations, you are now setting the framework for your future reality. Now, I want you to think about this. In 2020, we all got something. But I want to add to that. We all got something in 2020, and what we got says a lot. Now, what does it say a lot? It says a lot about what we expected, and as a result of what we expected, what our brain did to bring about our expectations and to create our future reality that we are now living a year later in 2021. Expectations have great power. Because everything begins as a thought. Remember James Allen's famous quote, as you think, you become. So what did you think and what were your expectations? And as you're looking into what happened and you're looking back over the last several months, how would you give yourself a rating on a scale of 1 to 10 with how you responded and how you properly set your expectations to see success in the midst of a coronavirus pandemic. Now, what am I talking about? One of the most important things that leaders do as they're looking at where they are today is taking a time out to ask those important reflective questions to think into what happened and why. 
we have an opportunity to learn from life experience. And if we learn from life experience, there are lessons life is trying to teach us every day. But unless we're willing to take a pause and look deeply into the mirror and have that man in the mirror, woman in the mirror moment where we really reflect and are honest, I mean raw honest with ourselves about what we expected and as a result of our expectations, how our brain engaged us in a series of thoughts and actions that led to where we are today. Now, as a result of that, it causes us to think a little bit differently about how we're setting our expectations because our expectations create the image that our thoughts want to bring into reality and actually ends up framing the behaviors, the actions, and the habits that we're going to live out to bring that expectation to life. So it's time that we periodically take a pause. And that's the topic of this particular conversation. What do you think? Is I want to get you thinking and doing some reflective thinking about where you are right now. Having come through this pandemic and either being reopened in your business and seeing success again or in the process of reopening, what lessons has life taught you? Better yet, what lessons has life taught you you have not yet learned because you have not taken the time to reflect on what life's experience is trying to bring to you? Now, what am I saying? Here's what I'm saying. Experience alone teaches us nothing. We all experienced the coronavirus pandemic in 2020. We experienced that, but the experience of being exposed to coronavirus didn't teach us anything. But once we start to evaluate life's experience, that teaches us everything. Everything we need to know to adapt, to change, to become a better version of ourselves, to do more, to accomplish more, and to take our success to the very next level. You know, in a previous podcast, I shared a story of my, uncle, of my grandfather. This is not a picture of him, but I put this up as a reminder because my grandfather had a very similar hookup that he used with old Bessie, which was his mule. And I remember Papa as he would hitch old Bessie up to the plow every spring to begin to till the garden and get it ready for the corn and the green beans and the snap peas and the lettuce and the carrots and all the other amazing fruits and vegetables that would come out of his garden every single year. And I remember watching him do that. He would furrow one row all the way to the end with his eyes fixed firmly on where he wanted to go, setting his expectation of getting the plow from point A to point B in a straight line. And then at the end of finishing that furrow, as he turned Bessie, he would look back and he would reflect on what he had done. And he could see if the furrow had been dug deeply and straightly into the ground. If it was, he would repeat that exact same process in the next furrow. But if it wasn't, he would make an adjustment to the hitch, an adjustment to the collar, an adjustment to the plow, or an adjustment to how he aligned everything so that he could make a straight, deep furrow into the ground as he made his next pass. Now, evaluation matters. And if we think into evaluation, one of the areas I love to look at when it comes to evaluating is military historians. 
because military historians use the opportunity to look at successful and unsuccessful battles and war strategies and tactics to learn what works and to learn what didn't work. They look at the wins, they look at the losses, and they look for the lessons in both. If something worked, how do we do more of that and improve it, but also looking into the win to see if there are any contingencies that could cause that win to become a loss if the opposing army counters it in a specific way? You know, some amazing battles that have been studied by military, military historians, the Battle of Thermopylae. That amazing story of those 300 Spartans that we saw made famous in the movie, The 300, holding off the entire Persian army for days, giving their compadres and the other forces time to assemble to ultimately battle and defeat the Persian army over time. Required reading in the military still today is Sun Tzu's Art of War where Sun Tzu would analyze the successes and the failures of military campaigns over the years in ancient China, and as a result of that, shared the insights of what works and what doesn't. Why? Because he took the time to evaluate, to weigh, and to learn. Attila the Hun, Alexander the Great, Napoleon Bonaparte, all of those individuals that led great conquests, that conquered much of the known world at that time, were constantly looking back and evaluating what worked and what didn't. And as they got ready to go take on a new frontier, they would analyze and evaluate the army they were about to engage to make sure that as they engaged them, they were prepared not only to fight but to win. We know in looking at Gulf War one and two, what worked and what didn't, and military historians still review those battle strategies and tactics to determine measures and countermeasures and counters to the countermeasures. So long and short, evaluation matters. Reflecting and taking those moments to look back and to learn the lessons that life is trying to teach us is so, so important to us seeing success later in life. Now, for those of you that are going through this podcast, you know that I am all about teaching people to be black belt leaders in life. To become black belt masters of whatever it is that they do. To live their lives with black belt excellence. One of the ways that you can make that happen in your life is learning the lessons life is trying to teach you. You've got to understand the power of expectation because you need to look at what has happened in the past, learn the lessons there so that as you are looking forward, you are mentally creating the success framework that you want to have happen. Because once you set those expectations in your mind, your thoughts and the corresponding actions are going to work tirelessly to bring that to pass. So if you set your expectations too low, guess what? That's what you're likely to get. But if you set your expectations higher or you're willing to go all in and set those big, hairy, audacious goals you're much more likely to achieve those goals if you set your expectations accordingly and share those expectations with those that are going to help you bring that to pass so that image gets burned firmly in their mind and it shifts them from thinking I can't to I can. 
Now, when we look at how teams have success or failure and we ask the questions, it's interesting that many people say teams fail because of a lack of ability or skill or capability. They fail because of a lack of potential or personnel or resources. Here's what we know. None of those are true because when it comes to expectations, what causes expectations not to be, all of that rests firmly with the leader. Now think about that. If we go back and we look at what we were just talking about, ability, skill, capability, potential, personnel, and resources, all of that comes from the leader's responsibility to make sure all of those items are in place. Harry Truman famously had a sign on his desk as president, and it said, the buck stops here. If you are going to live life as a black belt leader in life, you are responsible for the outcome. It's not everybody else's fault. It's yours as the leader. You have to make sure the team has everything it needs to see success. And then you've got to lead the charge of the team to help them see success. And that means creating a clear expectation of what you want from each and every team member, how they use the tools and the resources and the personnel and everything they have available to move forward and accomplish the goal or objective that you have set. You've got to remember that as a leader, I think Darren Hardy, the founder of Success Magazine, said it best, a leader lends expectations and belief for others to live up to. What is he talking about? Creating an expectation in the minds of those that are following you that they vividly see the task and the journey before them, and they are committed to help making that happen. When you see the big picture and you set your expectations big and large, you are lending your belief that the impossible is possible to those on your team until they believe it themselves, and then you go summit your own Mount Everest. You know, Sir Hidden Hillary was the very first man to summit Mount Everest, and one of the amazing things I love about him was he set his expectations on one thing getting to the top of the mountain. He told his Sherpa, Tenzig Norgay, we are going to go where no man has gone before. He believed in his passionate pursuit of being the first individual to set foot on the summit of Mount Everest. And he began to tell that tale to Tenzig Norgay, his guide, over and over, began to tell that to others that were at base camp with him until he actually believed it. Time and time again, he attempted to summit the mountain, each time getting a little bit closer until he finally achieved his goal of being the first man to get to the tallest place on earth. That is absolutely amazing because his expectation of success, get this, his expectation of success became a self-fulfilling prophecy. Your expectations that you set for yourself and for those that you're leading literally become your self-fulfilling prophecy. For the expectation you set today becomes the future reality you're going to live at tomorrow, next week, next month, or next year. Remember this. People around you will rise to the expectation of their leader. 
giving them the expectation that you are going to do something great. You are going to do something of significance, and you're going to do it with this team. You have now given them a challenge and the opportunity to rise to the expectation of their leader. And when you throw out that big, hairy, audacious goal, and you say, we're going to summit our Mount Everest, and you continue to champion that cause and to champion the team members, it literally becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. We're talking about leadership, and we're talking about taking the time to create expectations, to taking a pause, a reflective pause, to look at what life has been teaching you during this time of pandemic that you can use to grow, to get bigger, and to achieve those incredible things that you've dreamed about doing that may have been sidelined for the moment, but are still those big, hairy, audacious goals. Your Mount Everest waited to be summited. Brian Tracy said this. He said, leadership is the ability to get extraordinary achievement from ordinary people. When you take the time to reflectively learn the lessons life is trying to teach you, and you allow evaluated experience to set greater goals and larger expectations, you now use that as the ability to get extraordinary results out of ordinary people. John Wesley was a famous orator and evangelist several centuries ago. John would begin to preach in the woods and in fields to no one preaching what he felt God had placed on his heart. And over time, as people began to hear him speak, a few would come, and they would tell others, and they would say, John, where are you going to be speaking tomorrow? And he would tell them that he would be in a certain field or in a certain area. And massive crowds grew as people came to hear his incredible oratory. A reporter came to listen to John Wesley, and after he shared his impassioned speech, the reporter asked him how he was able to draw such incredible crowds, and here's what he said. I simply set myself on fire, and people come to watch me burn. So I opened with a question, what did you expect? So I want to end with this particular question. What is the expectation that you are setting forth today that will be the future reality that you and those you're leading are going to be living out next week, next month, next year, five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now? What's your expectation for your family? What's your expectation for your business? What's your expectation for the organization you're volunteering with? How are you going to summit your Mount Everest? And what does that look like? You've got to take the time to learn what life has taught you. Learn those lessons, good and bad, that they've taught you. Use that to evaluate what's working and what needs to change. And then create that amazing, big, hairy, audacious goal and set those big expectations before your people and show them how they are going to be equipped and empowered to go with you to see success and then begin to lead them. Remember, the people around you will rise to the expectation of their leader, and that's how they're able to get over the bar, and that's how you and your family and your team reach gold medal status in life. This is how that you master your life. This is how you master your leadership and master your team as you focus 
on black belt excellence in all that you say and in all that you do. So here's my challenge. Take a time out. Engage in some reflective thinking. Learn the lessons life is trying to teach you, and then apply those to looking into the expectations you're setting for yourself. Create those stretch goals and clearly articulate them to those you're leading and challenge them to go on the journey. Pick your next Mount Everest. Tell the team how you're going to get there, what the steps are in the process, what you expect of them, and then go climb that mountain. Hey, John Terry, the Black Belt Leader. It's all I've got for today. I want to say thanks for joining me. If we haven't connected yet, visit me at beablackbeltleader.com. You can go to the contact page, and you can follow me on a variety of social media platforms where I'm regularly sharing tips, tools, and resources to help. Be sure and check out our podcast at anchor.com if you've not already done so. Subscribe to our free newsletter. But more importantly, keep living life as a black belt leader in life. Besides, what else do you have to do other than lead people? Because you're a leader. That's who you are. So lead yourself and others well. Make good choices. Be a black belt leader that makes a difference every single day. Thanks for joining me, and have a great day.